0: If we consider the last UFC event, UFC 234, to be a dry and bland piece of chicken breast, then we should look at this next one as a juicy, tender, delicious ribeye that's probably got butter on it, maybe some garlic. It's cooked to perfection. What I'm saying there, if you don't understand, maybe you're vegan or you don't like steaks, is that UFC 234 was not very good, although edible, and this next event, I think, is going to be fan. Fantastic. It's headlined by a heavyweight fight between the former champion of the division, Cain Velasquez, and former challenger, Francis the Predator Ganu. In the co-main event, we've got James the executioner Vic, and the guy who called his last fight, Paul the Irish Dragon Felder. The point of this video is to tell you about three fights that are worth paying your attention beyond the main event and co-main event. My name is Flying Brian J, and this is my video offering for UFC on ESPN 1. Let's start with the first fight on ESPN prelim portion for number three. Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman versus Nick the Carney Lentz. Holtzman is a former hockey player and his fights often resemble a hockey brawl. Not in the aesthetic, but in what they do for the overall level of excitement for that event. He goes in there and looks to bring the violence. He has many tools in his arsenal, good wrestling, great power in his hands, and is overall a really athletic guy. He recently joined the MMA lab and is currently on a three-fight win streak, the latest of which was a third round. Vicious. Short elbow from the mounted position over Alain Petriek. Lentz. Well, there's a lot that could be said about this guy. He has been in the UFC for almost an entire decade. In that time, he has been awarded three Fight of the Night bonuses and one Performance of the Night bonus. His most recent victories are over Will Brooks via submission and Gray Maynard via head kick and follow-up strikes TKO. I know, a knockout or technical knockout victory over Maynard in recent times is not that impressive, but Lentz has always had a surprising amount of power, also, I was a tad bit surprised of how well he did in the striking exchanges against the kickboxer David Tamer. Where he really shines is in the grappling department, both offensively and defensively. He has a knack for finishing fights with guillotine chokes. What I mainly love about this matchup is it's a couple of gritty guys who are on wind streaks and will likely provide fans with a technical brawl full of intriguing grappling exchanges. Number two, Jimmy Elterra Rivera versus Aljamain, the Funkmaster Sterling. Both men have recent knockout losses to Magic Marlon Marais, but have since rebounded. Rivera got a decision victory over John Dodson, and, and Aljamain has clocked in two Ws. Most recent, the modified bar over Cody Stamen. Rivera at one time was thought of as the next king of the bantamweight division, having once been on a 20-fight win streak that included decision victories over Thomas Almeida and Uriah Faber. I have to get it out there that he has only finished one fight in his UFC career, and the majority of his fights in his entire tenure as a pro fighter have gone to the judges. However, he has a style that is fun to watch. He is mostly a boxer who hides behind his lead shoulder as a primary defense and always has his right hand cocked back ready to land with big power the stat on his resume that makes this fight highly interesting is that he has never been taken down inside the octagon that's fascinating because Algemain is a phenomenal grappler who averages two and a half takedowns per fight on top of that the majority of his victories are via submission including the ultra creative aforementioned knee bar that got him submission of the year in 2018. Still, he isn't a one-dimensional grappler or just a submission threat like you would think of Damian Maya as. He also has decent striking skills. Although he doesn't throw many combinations, he does have some funky and creative kicks and wide power hooks that he throws often. I think this fight is going to be a game of inches and whoever wins the takedown or not takedown game will likely win the fight. I don't think that it will be fight of the night, but this contest will be highly entertaining for knowledgeable fight fans. And number one, Vicente, the silent assassin Luque versus Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. Luque has been successful seven times in the UFC and has a 100% finish rate for those appearances. Meanwhile, he has scored two performance of the night bonuses. Although the win that started his current three-fight win streak resulted in a submission, it was because of him putting his vicious power combinations to work. Sort of a club and sub, but more like a tornado of ferocity, followed by a freckle of mercy. Although he is not officially in the top 15 in the UFC welterweight rankings, I absolutely think he is one of the best 170-pound fighters in the world. Perhaps a reason he isn't near the top is despite calling four ranked opponents, the UFC has once again paired him with an unranked adversary. My favorite fact about Luque is that he once knocked out the now light heavyweight surging contender Tiago Mejeta Santos prior to joining the UFC's roster. Barbarina is probably the scrappiest dad-bot-having welterweight the UFC has ever known. His physique is probably one of the reasons why he was an underdog in each of his first four UFC appearances, but won 75% of those bouts, the other 25% earned him a Fight of the Night bonus. In 14 wins, he has 10 knockouts and 2 submissions. This guy does not really like going to the judges, I guess. Still, he has never been finished with strikes. What makes that even more impressive is that he only evades 49% of the punches thrown his way and seems to get stronger and more feisty as fights drag on. Luque and Barbarina are going to put... Sheer determination along with highly technical violence on display, and if we were just considering the fights outside of the top two, this would undoubtedly be my pick for fight of the night. By now you know the drill at the end of these videos. I'm going to ask you a question and then plead with you to give the video a thumbs up. So this time, who are you picking to win the co-main event between the Irish Dragon and the Texecutioner? Paul Felder, or James Vick. Last time I looked, it was out of pick'em minus 105 to minus 115 respectively. But who do you think comes away with the win? And also, will it go the distance? Please, please, please give the video a thumbs up and I'll see you right here on this channel for the SB Nation MMA post-fight show brought to you by Bloody Elbow and MMAMania.com. Namaste.